Daniel uh, was given a, a great insight into dreams, and it's something that perhaps we uh, can easily dismiss or whatever, but I, uh, there's something about this dream that we have today that he interprets of King Nebuchadnezzar uh, of, of Babylon. And there's, if you know a little bit of history, you're able to see something's happening here because uh, we, we know the first great world empire, uh, well, there was some maybe in China or whatever, but uh, as far as the, uh, the known world at the time was Babylon. They were conquered by the Persians. They were conquered by the Greeks. They were conquered by the Romans, who then uh, kind of split the difference and started establishing uh, and spreading their kingdom through marriage and various other things, and, and eventually they fell. That's what the dream is talking about. And of course, if you pay attention to the metals that are used or, or whatever, you go from grand to base gold, silver, bronze, iron, and then iron with clay. Anyone that knows anything knows that iron and clay do not mix very well. Uh, it makes for a very, very poor um, adhesion. It, it just doesn't work. And even, even putting uh, clay on an uh, iron uh, frame and then trying to fire it, it just it doesn't work. It doesn't hold. And the, the people of the time, uh, the people of that particular kingdom knew this. It was just not very solid. But there's even something more uh, beautiful going on. And, of course, we, we know this right before, of course, this dream happens. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar is the one responsible for the destruction of the first temple. He comes in, he destroys it. Well, he, not he, literally. But uh, Babylon destroy it. They take the cream of the crop, uh, the, the intelligence, uh, the intelligent ones off. They leave the poor and the, the farmers, not that the farmers are ignorant or whatever, but they leave the poor and the, the farmers, the workers of the land back, but they take all the intelligentsia uh, to Babylon with them. And there they are in isolation, persecution, uh, and waiting, and waiting, and waiting. And of course you heard yesterday, maybe you didn't because you would have probably used other readings, but uh, we would have heard about Daniel and Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, who uh, four young men that were brought into the service, to be brought into the, the king's service. And they said, look, we don't want to violate our, our, our laws, uh, the, the law, and so feed us just vegetables. And they become, uh, look healthier. Well, if you're giving me subpar cooked, cooked pork or meat, uh, I'd rather eat just vegetables too. But uh, then they are seen as wiser than all even the wisest of the, the sorcerers and the, the, the philosophers that had served the king before. The, the king, being that wise one of seeking the good, the very best, perhaps he was uh, gold. It's not just Daniel praising him, O king of kings and lord of lords, and not, not lord of lords, but the kingiest of kings, it would be the, the nice way of putting it. And then how it's going to fail. They were going to be conquered, and they were going to be conquered, and they were going to be conquered, and then Rome. And Rome, of course, destroyed the second temple, the temple that was built right, right after the exile, right after the, those that were exiled were be able to be brought, brought back. When you're working day, day after day after day for food, you don't have time to build a temple. But uh, when they were allowed back by Persia, they built that temple, 
only to be destroyed how many centuries later? And that's the, the temple, of course, that Jesus would have been in, the temple that the Maccabees would have rededicated. We've heard, heard about those last week and how they dedicated the temple and put offerings of gold and shields and, and all sorts of things around. Uh, today in this gospel passage, they're looking at all these votive offerings and, and probably the very same shields that were put up after the Maccabees. They're looking at them and they're ooing and awing over all of it. And Jesus says, look, all of this, it's not going to last. It's going to be destroyed. And, of course, we know it is in 70 AD. But the one that destroyed the temple is destroyed by the one who filled the temple. That Jesus Christ is that rock hewn from the mountain without hand being uh, put to it. He's, after all, the stone that the builders rejected. There is a reason why we use that psalm well, because he is the one who destroys that empire. And every empire after that, and, and eventually we know there, there's a lifespan of about 250 years, which terrifies me when, when I think about it, of any empire or any, any country, that few countries, uh, without having to be reestablished. And we know this is the nature of humanity, that it does not last. It is not lasting. There is one that does last, and that's what we celebrated on Sunday with the kingship of Jesus Christ. That kingdom lasts forever because it's a kingdom not made of this world, made from heaven, and it's made in heaven. As we gather this day, we ask the Lord to help us to understand that kingdoms come and go, that that uh, even in our own lives, uh, not in the grand scheme of things, but things come and go, things fail us. If we're putting our hope in things and kingdoms and in this world, it's going to constantly be dashed. It can be taken away in a heartbeat. But if we put our trust in Jesus Christ, put our faith there, we have nothing to fear. So often when we have these uh, apocalyptic or, or end times kind of readings, there might be some fear that creeps up, and I remember something that one of my seminary professors said. If we read like the book of Acts and we're terrified, that's a clue that we're not ready for those times. We ought not be terrified as Christians, as Catholics. We ought to be aware that this world is going to end. But if our hearts are with Jesus Christ, if our hearts are there in that eternal kingdom already, not, not fully, not completely, of course. We live in the now but not yet kind of times. We have nothing to fear. Everything will fall. Everything will fail. Everything will be destroyed except the kingdom of God.